Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Recasted, the podcast that asks, which movie will we cast on your next glance at? Yes. Which, which one? Movie? Which movie is it? October is the time for spookiness and mm. the supernatural. We felt that instead of dealing with our typical horror-related films, we instead celebrate those that fly on their blooms, uh, brooms, make bubbling cauldrons of potions, and cast magical spells. Witches are our running theme for this month. And examining our witchy movies, <laughs> witchy movies, it's Hassa. Hello. And wearing my own pointy hat, it's me, Chris. Boop. Where's your cat familiar? <gasps> He's downstairs. Uh, we figured a good way to ease us into this witchiness is to bring in the man of such raw power of sexuality and craziness, that is, Mr. Jack Nicholson. <laughs> but the ladies are dishing it right out themselves. Uh, you may want to put away the cherries. Please don't eat them. Oh, as we oh. get set to recast the Witches of Eastwick. <laughs> At least I didn't make a share pod. Yeah, that was a that was a gross section of that movie. That was. Apparently, it was there was a worst aspect to it too. They just cut it out. We'll yeah. talk about it later. No. A little bit later. Okay. So uh, the Witches of Eastwick, Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. We we've had a lot of Jack Nicholson lately. Yeah, we've had a few. Yeah. Yeah. So, three single women in a picturesque village have their wishes granted at the cost, at a cost, when a mysterious and flamboyant man arrives in their lives. That's what IMDb says. Is there a, yeah. you know, okay, description of this weird, weird movie? You have Jack Nicholson, Cher, Susan Sarandon. And Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. <laughs> like. It's a good cast. Ooh, a pretty big cast for this time. Yeah. And it, it was definitely fun to watch. It's mm -hmm. fun watching Jack Nicholson completely be three different people for each one of these women. Um, and they're great. I always forget Cher is a good actress. Because Cher is Cher. She won an Oscar. <laughs> no, I know. But like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I like. She she is a good actor. She won the Oscar before this, I think. Yeah, it was for Moonstruck. Yeah. Yeah. Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't he Nicholas Coppola at that time? He probably was, yes. Yeah. I think he was. Um but yeah, I, and obviously Michelle Pfeiffer is amazing. Susan Sarandon's always good. Mm -hmm. But like it is it's just it's just weird watching how every man in these three women's lives mm -hmm. is a complete dick to them. Yeah. And then Jack comes along. And he's still a dick, but he's a dick in three completely different ways that they seem to want him. Whether or not it's supposed to be a magical spell, mm -hmm. or whether or not it's just charm and they've written it poorly, it's kind of hard to tell. I, I feel like it's supposed to be because it's their wish, right? They talk about it. Mm -hmm. One is like, I want a super handsome, and then Cher's character's like, well, I don't want him to be too handsome. Yeah, but like, it's Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. <laughs> but that's the point. Like, it's Jack Nicholson. Like, he is he handsome, or is he not? But he has this weird, like, charm to him. Yeah. I see the Joker a lot in this, but it's... it's yeah, that... there's definitely a lot of Joker in this. Yeah. And I... I'm going to say it. I kind of really enjoyed this movie. Well, that's fine. Um, I enjoyed it, too. It was just weird. Because I well, I, I don't enjoy the end. I think the ending was done poorly. The kids or the fact that he's still alive? Uh, that and the weird, 
like demon thing that pops up and then it kind of like i think you could do it better mm-hmm. well whatever but i like the way he plays it as like this i'm here for you and you know like you said he changes every time yeah. and then suddenly when they don't want to be around him he becomes this he becomes this just like snarled yeah like the depressed jack nicholson and you're like oh shit he went from extreme to extreme mm-hmm. and then it's just that like plays off their basic basic fears and yeah like it's a i don't know it's kind of a cautionary tale it is about you know men because of how shitty we are men historically we don't know what we did (laughs) yeah yeah but But it is it is a tale of like yeah how basically they're what they want is also not the greatest thing. Like, no. no. And then they indulge too much in it and it goes backwards, right? Like, that's the whole deal with the devil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is he supposed to be the devil or is he just like a warlock? I, okay, so I don't know because they don't really, hold on. Is it it might be in one of my fun facts. Okay. I think it's something with his, we'll, we'll talk about it, but... I always interpreted it as he is some sort of demon. So did I. When, because, I, when I saw this a long time ago, yeah. I always thought it, that's what it was. And then we watched it this time and I'm like, I'm less clear. <laughs> well, the problem I have with this is, so it's not, not entirely clear, but then like that whole end sequence when he's like driving into his house and like walking, and he's just like making like the most yeah demon-like noises. And, and then he turns into the weird monster. Yeah. He turns into the weird monster. The problem I have is, out of nowhere, they get this book to figure out how to beat him and never explain it. And yeah. that bugged the shit out of me this time. Because I was like, wait a sec, what? Why Why yeah. do they know? They, they also never showed them having magical aptitude before Jack Nicholson showed up. No. And I think that's a mistake in the writing. Well, they, they, they did with the kids right and then the speech that the guy's giving and they're like i really want it to rain i want it to rain and then it did. the storm came in yeah. right so they they kind of did but, but i agree they, with you they, they need to do a good enough job making it seem like that was them because like even when they're talking about it at their mm-hmm. thursday night wine drinking party yeah because um, we don't go to work on friday apparently <laughs> <laughs> not um they were talking about like isn't that weird that we did that it should be like we did that like we're charmed <laughs> oh <no>. crap <laughs> we're so sabrina when, the so teenage witch spelling comes out of nowhere yeah. and sues you <laughs> there you go um no i agree i think it needs to be a little bit more because then there's also um felicia yeah who's yeah. also kind of like I don't know. She has not the, the overly, perception. overly religious, but she also knows like something bad's coming yeah. and she kind of like it, they play it off of this. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she goes completely the opposite way. Yeah. So, yeah. And like, I totally think that like, I don't, I don't want, I don't want it to be like, Oh, I'm here. I'm going to teach you girls magic. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. I really like the fact that like when he's at the ice cream parlor, He's like, oh, it's just a simple trick. I even taught it to them. Yeah. Right? The cherry thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, I liked, cherry. I liked that because it it showed that, like, oh, they're, they were learning from him without mm-hmm. actually having him being, like, 
this is how you do this. This yeah. is a magical book. Like, <laughs> I I would rather them be, again, I'd rather them being playing on, like, if he's a demon, then he's just playing on them and, and not praying, but, like, mm -hmm. he's trying to have a good time himself. Yeah. And that's why he's just, like, it's parties all the time, and that's why they're always doing, yeah. like, it should be like overindulgence. Like, like, okay, this is going to be a weird comparison because I don't actually know the full story of this, but kind of <laughs> like The Great Gatsby. He's a very rich person who shows up out of nowhere and it throws lavish parties. Yes. Right. But and nobody knows who he's tied to. Yeah. Right. right. Jay Gatsby. Yeah. <laughs> he's not actually rich. No. No. But how do you know if this guy is? Just because he has Lurch as his manservant? He also bought a place and filled it with art which i do kind of like like i love the fact that he's just like but then did they get the house because they were that, looking at no, it with a that, bunch of other stuff yeah like, they're in that ending was just weird like in a toy store yeah <laughs> decor yeah like yeah where did, did they inherit his fortune like what happened here maybe mm -hmm. i don't know but there, there's parts of it and plot holes and stuff that I kind of want to change. Um, shall we get to the changes then? Do you want fun facts? Sure. Fun fact it up. Fun facts. Which fun facts did you choose? Ha! The witch ones. Okay. <laughs> None of these fun facts are about witches. <laughs> Aww. Uh, so when Jane, Suki, and Alex, those would be the three ladies, uh, rush back into Daryl's office after hearing Daryl's car approach the house, Jane knocks over the lamp. Susan Sarandon actually accidentally knocked it over. The girl's reaction was genuine. Instead of reshooting the scene, the director liked it, knowing it went well with the emotions of panic that he had worked into the scene. Okay. Kind of noticed that because I was like, oh, they, they broke the lamp. And then they're like, oh. That. Okay, so the piece that Daryl Van Horn. Nope, we're all good. Okay. Well, it's because no one can remember his name. Yeah, and then when they say it, she... Guy, uh... Yeah, yeah uh, sworn. And then when they first yeah. say his name, she falls down the stairs. Um, so the piece that he plays on the violin is—I'm going to screw this up—the Caprice Number no. Sixteen in GM by Nicol Nicolo Paganini. Paganini. Is it a small M or a big M? It's a G and a little M. It's a minor. G minor. G minor. <laughs> by Nicolo Paganini. I believe that's right. I believe it's a large M. It's major. Okay. Cool. I don't know music. Anyways, this piece is rather fitting choice of music as it was said that the composer was an exceptional talent was the result of a deal with the devil. One concert goer even said that when they saw the devil, they saw the devil helping him play during a performance in Vienna. I just thought it was interesting when I saw him playing the fiddle because everyone knows the song about the devil and the fiddle. Really? Yeah. The one for Futurama? Yes. <laughs> The gold down. fiddle. <laughs> <laughs> it would have sounded terrible anyway. No. Okay, so a life-size... Here we go. Ready to talk about cherries? Okay, sorry. A life-size animatronic puppet was made of Veronica Cartwright for the cherry pit vomiting scene. It gathered a lot of attention on set because it could realistically thrash about convulsively and spew out masses amount of vomit on cue. <laughs> However, preview audience found the sequence too disgusting and most of the shots involving the puppet were cut out of the film. <laughs> That's very interesting. Oh, that would be way, way too much. That, that whole scene was too much. I hate it when they show people vomiting on screen and like, 
It's the, it's the fact that everyone was covered in it, and then when Jack did it near the end, mm-hmm. you saw him do it once, but then didn't see him do it the second time. But then when he gets up, it's like Drooling. dripping down his mouth, and you're like, oh, yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> that one was not yeah. Though not... the makeup effects on him when he was turning mm-hmm. were really good. Yeah. But I wouldn't expect anything less from the director. Okay, well, let's talk. In an interview in an interview with the Australian magazine Cinema Papers in the early 1990s, director George Miller, we'll talk about him later, yep, revealed that the shoot had been extremely difficult because he was initially unfamiliar with the Hollywood-style communication. In a meeting to discuss ways to reduce the budget, Miller, Miller volunteered to give up his trailer because he was always needed on, on the set and had no time to use it. The studio concluded that he was a pushover, so they began to interview with interfere with his production requests wow this is a long one and i'm screwing it up a lot <clears throat> if he was asked for 50 extras the studio would provide a dozen if he asked for two cameras they would provide one miller decided to fight fire with fire and refused to shoot each scene until his production demands were met the studio responded by looking for a new director but was prevented by mr jack nicholson who supported miller and vowed to walk off the production if he was replaced so you know you got a good backing when jack nicholson is like I'm going to walk if you get rid of him. Yeah. But, like, are you done with your fun facts? Or do fun you facts more? are done. Okay. So, let's talk about George. Because I think George Miller, by far, is one of the most underutilized directors in Hollywood. Is he making another Mad Max? He is. Um, so, he did make the Mad Max films. Uh, he also, including Mad Max Fury Road, which is probably mm-hmm. just the best action movie ever made, next to Die Hard. Um, <laughs> I love that you always throw Die Hard in there. I I will say this: it is one of the most spectacular, yeah, shot films. Like well, most definitely. But he also did things like Happy Feet and Babe: Picking the City. Like mm-hmm. he is a and like what I saw when we were watching the movie, and I'm like. Like the credit open credits were going, and I'm like, why does this sound like a weird version of Beetlejuice? <laughs> and it's like, oh, it's John Williams' version of Beetlejuice. And then it says George Miller. And I'm like, what? <laughs> it was George Miller wanting to make Beetlejuice, but couldn't make Beetlejuice, so he just made a Jack Nicholson movie. Yeah. That's why he made a John Updike book. Yeah. But yeah, he's just he's such a weird like director. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I really do enjoy his films, the ones that I've seen. Yeah, uh, Furiosa is currently filming. Uh, See, that's why I think things like the cherry, like even though the cherry vomiting is disgusting, it's done so well. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, you, you look at it and you're like, this is so gross. But, but... like, Babe, mm-hmm. I guess he did the second one. He didn't do the first one. Wow. Anyway, but, like, those movies looked good, despite the fact they were in the 90s with weird cgi mouths for animals Mm. right like i remember watching those movies being like this doesn't look that bad like yeah do you remember them looking bad i don't i don't remember really watching them much but i i do remember watching it but i don't remember it being bad but then if it's the 90s nostalgia probably glossed over a lot of that pig in the city came out in 98 Hmm. so Man, it was just—it was just weird seeing his name attached to this thing. Um, <laughs> this movie that he directed. Well, no, but like, 
I didn't know he directed it. That's oh. what I meant. Like, yeah, I didn't. I. It's been a while since I watched this movie. I think last time was probably several, mm-hmm. if not a decade ago. Um, except for like maybe bits and pieces that have been on TV. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I did not remember it was George Miller until his name popped up, and I'm like, holy crap, Mad Max, <laughs> Fury Road. Kind of makes me want to watch, watch Fury Road. Jack Nicholson be in it next time? Come out of retirement just for that? <laughs> Come out of retirement to be what? <laughs> Emoten Joe, just for one more time. Emoten Joe Sr.? <laughs> no, it's a prequel. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, it could still be Emoten Joe Sr. It, and then Emoten Fur- Joe. The next one is about Furiosa. Yeah. When she was younger. That's why it's not being played by Celerice Theron again. Mm-hmm. How she lost her arm? I don't Hand? Know. Arm. Whole arm or just up the. Yeah, whatever. I think it's just, just above the elbow. Yeah. A forearm mm-hmm. and hand. Again, I'll have yeah. to watch the movie. George, George Miller. Yeah. But like even like that scene where there he was being blown around with the wind and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like it was really well done. Right? Like they had they 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 did a good job because it's like there were even people standing on the street that yeah. were like what What's is going he, on? What's like he doing? he's like getting pulled down the street by wind. <laughs> so he like gets into the church. <laughs> but anyway. Um yeah. so changes. Obviously, I think it'd be better served to have the three distinct versions mm-hmm. of um, Daryl um, diff- more different. Yeah. I want them to be like noticeably different, not like subtly different. I want it to be almost like three different men are trying to be with these women, right? Like, obviously, it's going to be the same guy. He's going to yeah. look the same, all that stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I kind of want that. I kind of want it to be... I, I want them to be more of like, a, hey, we've been doing this kind of stuff, like small, incremental, witchy stuff for a while, right? Like, and then when he shows up, then that's when they can do bigger things. And that's how they recognize that, right? Hmm. But they think they go too far when, what's her name, gets Felicia murdered by her husband. Good, old, good old Richard Jenkins. <laughs> Just goes back to reading his new paper. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think, and I just, I really want, that's going to sound stupid, kind of Just weird. say it. I kind of want either a woman to direct it or to write it. Because there are parts of this that are clearly made by... Men, dude yeah right whereas it the fact that it's it's trying to be a tale about these women being taken advantage of and then getting the upper hand i think you kind of need the in, if you're going to make it in 2021 2022 mm-hmm. it's 2022 now so you're not going to make it in 2021 yeah. um you're going to want that perspective on this or you're just going to get you're, you're not going to do a good enough job and no yeah and i and i think that the people who i picked would make sure that would happen. So, because they would want it to be a little bit more of a mm-hmm. showpiece, I guess. Yeah. Right. So, though I really do um, uh, represent. No, I'm losing my words. Respect George Miller and the team for not showing any of the sex scenes. 
Yeah. I thought that was really well done, and I guarantee you there was a Hollywood executive who was like, oh, no, we have these three beautiful women. we got to show the sex scenes. Yeah, show show some cleavage and do some stuff, and you're like, no. Like, the only one that they ever showed any kind kind of sexual outfit was Susan Sarandon, and it was because she was the buttoned-up girl at the beginning who then was opening up, right? Yeah. I do... Hold on, I'm going to step in because the thought, the thought... I do really like the fact that all three women are creative. One's an artist, one's a writer, one's a musician. Yeah. Like, I love the fact that that's... You reminded me of something else I wanted to change, but continue yeah. if you thought. Oh, no, it's just, like, I love the fact that that's what I want them to kind of tie into where this power kind of comes from. Mm-hmm. And all of that, because it's, like, more of the, hey, you, you guys create through this medium and but you can also do this mm-hmm. anyways uh the thing i was going to change is um shares art mm. why is it all the same sca- sca- sculpture it's all one sculpture yeah that's stupid <laughs> but it's fertility yeah i think it's fertility goddess yeah but no i agree <laughs> you know like she's an artist she could just be an artist it doesn't have to be one thing well, she shouldn't. She should be making if she's making them for this like that souvenir shop. But still, that doesn't make you an artist. That makes you a, a person who mass produces something. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Each one of these are handmade. I would. I agree. She needs to make something else. And yeah, I when I care. get to my change, I'll I'll yeah. discuss a like, little bit. Sculpt- there. Sculptures are fine if you want to do all that. But like, her house should be full of different mm-hmm. cool sculptures. Right. Well, they also have that whole discussion of I right, go bigger. You need to go bigger, and then she does, and then that like never they, pays off. No. Yeah. I hated that. <laughs> okay. Um, what are your changes? Uh, so I kind of talked about it already once. If you're going to bring in a magical book, mm-hmm. bring it in earlier or explain what it is. Okay. Or show up and or have him reading it or talk it, talk about it, right? Like something. You can't just have this scene where like, oh, we know how to defeat him. We'll just go get this book. What? Where did that come from? Like, so if you're going to do that, I'm going on the, the path that he is a demon of some sort. He's an unnatural being. I want them to seal him away. Through the use of their creativity. So she makes a statue that will seal him. Or seal him into. Oh, so you want it to be like a ritual. Yes. Oh, that's a cool One idea. One of them needs to write write it, mm-hmm. right? And then they use the music to draw him in. Like, I want them to use that as part of their gifts to not kill him or banish him or whatever. But, like, to, like, seal him into a, a statue of some sort. Yeah. Kind of like, <laughs> kind of stupidly, like Moon Knight. Or they seal the gods away into the little statues. Yeah. Right? And then they put them away, right? That's what I want them to do. Because I want them to draw on the fact that, like, part of their power is this creativity that they possess. Yeah. Um, and I want it to be kind of like you said, too. Like, I want them to explain, like, this isn't just something that, like, they randomly did and then suddenly were powerful witches. Mm-hmm. Like, I want them to gradually get there and be like this is kind of a thing that's happened yeah and you know it it you explain the backstory it happened a long time ago and then they started burning people witches 
and they burned them at that estate. <laughs> um, but that's where I also want Felicia to be like that whole, she has some sort of gift, but she's denying it and it's driving her crazy. And then this guy shows up and it just drives her even more crazy. I want her to be like full on Bible thumping weirdo role. Like I, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, I know. Fire and brimstone raining from the heavens type old Testament style lady. Yeah. 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 Who gets really weirdly <laughs> horny at one point. Yeah. That's just so weird. Um, and then, yeah, like I want that to be, and I do want the like overindulgence of everything. Like mm-hmm. it, when they're at the mansion, it's always overindulgence. And yeah. like, that's the whole point. And it's gotta be this like just spectacular place. Mm-hmm. And then you go outside and it's just mundane. Like it's the little town of Beetlejuice, right? <laughs> they got one hardware store and the guy lives up the street and, the barber's next door talking to you like as, as a fan of the gilmore girls i couldn't help but think of sleepy Ho- asleep uh, stars hollow the whole damn time it's just like because eh. <laughs> i don't i don't know where this was supposed to be i don't know where eastwick is supposed to be eastwick massachusetts but this totally screamed like east eastern united yeah. states like like this you know. needs to be yeah that and that needs to be like the big you know you gotta have the the, the church and mm-hmm. all that and yeah have these like no, that church kind of bothered me. Why? The front doors were like in the middle of a park. Yeah. Where was the parking lot? <laughs> it's around back. You have to walk. This is you don't you don't drive to church here. Yeah, but you yeah. don't want your parishioners walking around in the rain. Like it doesn't it didn't no. make sense to no. me. Yeah. But you needed the ability for Jack Nicholson to, to be, be blown in. It. Yeah. I also yeah. want that. I and I'm gonna. So one of the reasons I want that because they blow him all the way to a church like mm-hmm. i kind of want that because i want it to be like oh that's a way to weaken him he's on holy ground yeah right and then that's why he kind of goes off and off and off and then he just like keeps going so i sorry no no go ahead i was just gonna mine say was, I, mine was a moving on kind of question i do like his speech he gives in that church i like half the speeches he does like because and it's not like i don't agree with it but i think it's just great for his character mm-hmm. that is just like Women are a plague. On like he just, especially juxtapose the the speeches he was giving Cher at the beginning, mm-hmm. where he's like, "I respect women." Blah 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 blah. I want to be a woman. Yeah. Like you're like, um, okay. Yeah. So it's that type of movie now. But <laughs> no, no, it's not. No, no. <laughs> but yeah, it's great because he goes from. But it also like the abandonment mm-hmm. is great on that, and I, that's where I feel like. Doesn't sound weird. That's where I feel like if he is truly a demon, he kind of associates it to, you know, the fall, if you want to go that way, yeah. and how he now feels abandoned and Well, it's also like if you're if you're gonna go with like demon and stuff like you know, they were basically worshipping him, which made them mm-hmm. therefore made him more powerful. If yeah. they're not, then he's less powerful. Yeah. Right. But he's also no longer got anybody's love and therefore yeah. is yeah. just like the only way to get back is to show them, right? Yeah. Hurt them. To hurt them. Let's. So, this is also going to sound bad. Let's be a little more subtle than freaking Black Widow. <laughs> I don't need a straight up villain that's just terrible. Like Harvey Weinstein. Don't need Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. That was yeah. the one. That was my problem with Black Widow. There's a few problems with Black Widow. Yeah, but, yeah. but that was one of them. Yeah. Anyways, okay, go. So, 
weird thing just because it's October. The sequel recently just came out. But did you notice that this is a brunette, a redhead, and a blonde? Yeah. Just like the Sanderson sisters. Yeah. Do you think that's where they got it from? Mm. I don't know. I think it's just one of those things where you go, we need... Three women. Three women, <laughs> and they have to be so different, and yet they're all white. But we need three women that are, you know, that are different enough. So how are you making them different? Different hair. Done. Yeah, but they also got actresses who are blonde and redheads, yeah. right? With Susan Sarandon. And Susan Sarandon, right? Yeah. So. And then Cher with her big hair. Yeah, with Cher hair. Cher hair? Cher hair. I've seen Cher in concert, by the way. I know you have. Yep. It was a Mother's Day present. Shut mm, up. Sure. Ask my mother. <laughs> Did she get them for you for her Mother's Day? No, she got them for herself, and then my stepdad was out of town, so I had to go, which was not bad. The village so, people opened for her. So it wasn't like how I went to the Shania Twain concert? Okay, that's worse. <laughs> Cher is at least good. <laughs> so I got Shania Twain tickets for my birthday one year from my sister because she wanted to go. <laughs> and I'm like... That is the shittiest present. You shouldn't have taken her. I went. Oh. I was. We were too young to go on our own. It was me, my dad, and her. Oh. So, yeah. Which was also weird. It wasn't my mom, who was also the fan. But Shania Twain. It was a good concert. Hmm. You know. Pat Benatar was a good concert, too. Pat Benatar would be a good concert. Oh, was that the Peony? Yeah. That was when we, we actually bought the, like, the tickets, because you know they have the free concert. Mm -hmm. But then they had, like, the floor seats where you actually could buy so you could see it mm -hmm. so we bought tickets and went yeah. she was great yeah. cool good times with concerts <laughs> i've seen a lot of concerts i've, I've seen a lot of <laughs> they're they're not they're not old people concerts like yours mine are a lot of old people <laughs> concerts except for like nickelback i guess i went and saw alice cooper which is an old people concert oh yeah but then i went this year this year yeah it was truly an old people's concert. Yeah. I do really wish I could go see Fleetwood Mac. Good luck. I know. <laughs> well, they still kind of tour, but not all of them. Yeah. Anyways, we got way off topic. <laughs> kind of. Okay. Shall we? Let's do this. So, so let's start with George Miller. George Miller. What's George Miller known for? Go. Mad Max. Fury Road. Yes. Mad Max 2? Yes. Um, now, your first guess, was it Mad Max or was it Fury Road? It was Fury Road, but... Okay. Mad Max? Yes. <laughs> they all have different titles. <laughs> the Thunderdome. No. Happy Is that, Feet. Is it Happy Feet? <laughs> this world. So it's Mad Mad, Mad Max 2, Mad Max Fury Road, and Happy Feet. <laughs> Good times. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. We talked about it already. Yeah. So moving on. Yeah, hold on. Hold on. You know, if I was going to go for a director, who do you think I'm going to go for? Horror. A little bit of comedy. Edgar Wright? Oh, he'd be good. <laughs> Sam, Sam Raimi. Raimi. Yeah. Yeah. Practical effects. Yeah. Like, I love Doctor Strange, the second one, because it's such a Sam Raimi movie. Like, that whole possession, Wanda's mm -hmm. possession scene is, mm -hmm. like, straight out of Evil Dead 2. Yeah. yeah. So good. Okay. Okay. 
starting with Mr. Richard Jenkins. Richard Jenkins. The man that you definitely know who he is. <laughs> but I'm not going to be able to guess. you may not know his name. <laughs> he has been in 115 <laughs> different things. Um, yeah, he is one of those character actors that you definitely recognize. Are you just looking him up? I, I had to. So He's in so many things, and I was like, I wonder if he's known for... Yeah, okay. So, two things you you definitely won't have gone known for is The Visitor and then Burn After Reading, um, which was just a weird, weird comedy. Yeah. Um, but he was very predominantly in Step Brothers, where he was the dad. Will Ferrell's dad? Uh, no, he was um, John C. Riley's dad. Okay. And well, then was mom was Shape of Water. I think he was the janitor in that movie. Yeah. I can't remember exactly who he was, but yeah. Step Brothers. I hate that. I movie. just wanted to be a dinosaur. <laughs> I hate that movie. Like it had some funny parts, but like for me, I don't like um, cringy. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. We've talked about that comedy. Yeah, it just makes me You're feel weird. You're waking the neighbors. Yeah. I'm still alive. So. Oh, okay. Richard Jenkins is good. Do you though. want to start? Or shall I? So this is Clyde Alden. I shall start. Okay. Um, so this is the... <sighs> I don't want to say down on his luck husband, but this is the husband that has to deal with his crazy wife well, he, that gets he, crazier. He's not down on his luck. He runs the new local paper. Yeah. You know. um, I went with Ed Helms. Okay. Because Ed Helms can play this like normal guy who just like you he could be so uptight that if he loses it you would probably believe that ed helms would kill somebody <laughs> not that ed helms would but i like him i think he's funny i'm trying to think if he's been in a horror movie i th- Ooh, let's look it up <laughs> sorry wait um but yeah, yeah. i like i like ed helms he's he's great He's funny. He's great. Um, Underrated movie was Tag. Yes. Tag was a good movie. That was a good one. Yeah. Um, the Hangover, he was... He was. They were all funny in the first one. Yeah. They they really did well in the first one. <laughs> um, yeah, Tag, he was great in. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I, think I, I might see... be thinking Jason Sudeikis was in a horror film at some point. Yeah. But, yeah. He was in The Muppets. Yes. Most people were in The Muppets, though. What? Um, but yeah, like, so one of the reasons we are the Millers, because he plays such a, a weird, like, you know, he's not the main guy in that, right? No, no. He's the drug dealer and we're the Millers. That's Jason Sudeikis. Oh yeah. Wow. I did get it. <laughs> still good. They were very similar people. <laughs> yeah. But Ed Helms is still good in it. Jason Sudeikis was SNL. Yeah. Ed Helms of the Daily Show. <laughs> Ed Helms was also. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure Ed Helms, Ed Helms did one of my favorite correspondents on The Daily Show that yeah. ever happened because they never went anywhere. No, they like, just stood. It was stood in front of a green screen and pretended yeah. to be in the location, and then they did a they did a, um, a story about Denmark's army flaunting their power in the streets which is stupid because Denmark's a tiny country. Yeah. And like he's standing there and everything. And then he turns and walks and the camera follows him. And John goes, wait, are you there? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> of course we're here. We always do this. <laughs> and then he interviewed a guy who had meat in his bag. And he's like, do you always just carry meat around in your bag? And the Danish person looked at him like he was stupid. And he's like, yeah, 
Of course I do. <laughs> Danish. As a Danish person, I found it very funny. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah, Ed Helms. Ed Helms. I like it. So, mine is a little bit different because I've actually changed... I forgot about this until I read this. Um, I actually changed the setting. Oh. I don't want a tiny massachusetts town. I was going for more like Carolina, Louisiana, <laughs> swampy. Oh, you're going for like... That's why I wanted my Bible-thumping crazy mm. white lady, right? You're going for New Orleans? Not... I don't want it to have a like a... a voodoo? I don't want voodoo. No. Well, no, but yeah. kind of that, that... But like I want that kind of like... Like I want the house to be like look plantation-y because I want mm-hmm. it to have a bad history, right? Because yeah. this they, they kind of well, talked, they talked about, about the house it. having a bad history, but you know, yeah. Um, so I picked a guy who I know can do the southern kind of charm person mm-hmm. for this character, even though he's not supposed to be charming. He's just supposed to be the doting husband, but he has a nice accent. So I picked Taylor Kitsch, who I think you picked last week. Did I pick Taylor Kitsch? Yeah, or the week before, one of the two. Oh, I'm looking it but, up now. Um, yeah, he's. I I do like him. I feel sorry for the man for being in such a monumental flop that was yeah. John Carter. I put I put Taylor Kitsch in our recast of the Boondock Saints as uh, Rocco. That's what it was. Yeah. So you put him in another flop. Your movie. All my movies are successes. <laughs> the voting system has always determined that my movies are great. Oh, has it? Yep. <laughs> okay. Next. Next. Veronica Cartwright. Miss Felicia Alden. Mm-hmm. The crazy. Yes. So Cher- I, don't, I, only cherry know, spewing I only know her from one other movie. I don't even think I know her from. Alien. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's her. <laughs> Yeah, he said she's that. I'm like, who, I can see her face. She's yeah. the one who really freaks out when the when the chest burster comes out yeah. of yeah. Well, because yeah. they didn't tell them that that was gonna happen. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, so she's known for that. She's known for this. She's known for the birds, which I didn't even know she was in. Um, like the Hitchcock. <laughs> yeah, in 1963. Um, wow. Yeah, and um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers from 1978. One of the multi many remakes of that yeah. movie. So. One of the reasons I don't think we've ever remaked it. I, I can think of off the top of my head four different versions of that film. Yeah. So. Well, I can. Because there's the one from the 50s, the ones from 78, there's the one with Donald Sutherland. Wasn't Nicole Kidman in and one? And then there was one with Nicole Kidman called The Invaders or something yeah. like that. Yeah. All just basically the same. Yeah. So. It's a cool premise, don't get me wrong. It's just been done too many times. Yeah. So. Yeah, Veronica Cartwright. Okay. So you up? I am up. So this is my my crazy Bible thumping lady. I went with Christina Ricci. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So obviously, I love her in everything from the Adams Family to Yellow Jackets. I have. I think she's a great, great, incredibly talented actress. And yet, you didn't want to meet her. No, I did not want to meet her. Next time she's in, I'm getting Adams Family <laughs> signed. So you're coming with me. Okay, fine. Um, but yeah, I just, when I was trying to think of a person around the same age as the rest of the women who could do this role and I was scrolling through stuff and I'm like, and she came up, I'm like, oh, she would be just perfect to play this crazy lady. <laughs> um, cause yeah, 
I I don't know if you've seen Yellow Jackets. I know you haven't, Chris. I uh, know. But it is just so, so good. And she plays this perfectly unhinged person. So, yeah. Sorry, I'm looking up how old my actress is compared to the other ones. Mm. Does it really matter? No, not really. They're all the same. <laughs> yeah. Roughly. It's just I use that as like a gauge. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, yeah. Who did you have? So I went with somebody who is going to play the like same kind of same kind of character, I guess. Like that I'm basically leading my husband around. I'm running it. Like you need to run this story, right? Mm-hmm. Like that kind of shit, and and then just going off crazy. Um, I want Ava Green because I love Ava Green. She's great. What? I I don't remember who that is. Miss Peregrine? Oh, Casino shit. Casino Royale? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. What else would you like? And like, because that's who I thought you were talking about, but I'm like, that's not her name. <laughs> Ava? Eva? No, you were right. You were right. Yeah. Just Casino Royale. For some reason, my brain was not computing. She was two, in two Dumbo. Together. Yeah. Yeah, Miss Peregrine. Yeah. Penny Dreadful. She was oh, in the city. I know what I was doing. What? I was thinking Ava Gardner. Oh. As weird. well. <laughs> my brain was going really weird. Yeah. But yeah. She was Vesper. Yeah, she's one of my favorite Bond girls. She was also Serafina Piccola in The Golden Compass. Cool. The people that like The Golden Compass. Not the books, not the books, not the, the books, not the movie. The movie was not great. <laughs> but you did have Sam Elliott as a really good um, oh, gunslinger. Wow, why can't I think what Lin his Manuel name is? Miranda? Hmm? He played a really good Lin-Manuel Miranda? Yeah, an old, <laughs> old version of him. <laughs> but it was a good... Uh, New mayor on of uh, Quahog on mm. Mayor West. Well, he's Wild West. Yes, I know. <laughs> I'm well aware of the stupid name thing they did. Yeah. I also love the fact that he raises mustaches. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, Ava Green is great. Yes. Um, and I think she can play that really stuck up. She's done that before. She's done it before. Yeah. But just going unhinged, I think she would do really well, She's too. She's done that before, too. Yes. So. She went pretty crazy in that not-so-great um, Johnny Depp, Tim Burton. Uh, what we, no, not What We Do in the Shadows. No. Something. Yeah. Deep Dark Shadows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something yes. like that. Yeah. That was a, that's the one I have not watched. You don't need to. Again, no. Michelle Pfeiffer, though. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's my Felicia. Okay. Next. Michelle Pfeiffer. Miss Suki Ridgemont. Our first bat villain. The one whose husband dies? Nope. nope. Left because she wouldn't stop having kids. Oh, right. Because he's an asshole. Yeah. Yeah, he really is an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> no, like, Cher's husband's the one that passes, right? Yeah, Cher's husband's so the one. So his is the only one that we don't know if he was an asshole or not. Yeah, and then Susan Sarandon. Yeah recently left divorced because yeah. she couldn't have kids yeah god those guys are assholes okay anyways yes yeah. michelle pfeiffer yeah good old michelle pfeiffer dangerous minds is she known for dangerous minds she is known for yeah. dangerous minds did you look this up <laughs> like well that's a, that's a bit there, of a pull <laughs> there are three movies that i think i always remember michelle pfeiffer from okay Dangerous Minds. Yep. Anything Batman else? Returns. Nope. No. Stardust. Nope. Oh, okay. What no, else? Batman Returns surprises me that it's not there. 
No, because that is an iconic role. Yeah. Uh, she's known for Hairspray, which I find very weird. Weird. I don't remember her in that. She was Amanda Bynes' mom. She was the racist one. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, one Fine Day with George Clooney, which I don't even know nope. what that is. And then What Lies Beneath, hmm? where she was Harrison Ford's wife, and it was a ghost story. Oh, ghost story. Mm-hmm. Dangerous minds. Where I'm living most of lives. Recently passed. Who? Coolio. Oh. I thought Michelle Pfeiffer. I'm like, no, oh, she's still alive. Coolio. Yeah. Which always reminds me of High School High. John Lovowitz. Lovitz. Lovitz. Yeah. And what's her name from Wayne's World? Tia Carrere. Yeah. And then they're playing the I never saw the radio, movie. and that's the only song on every station. I never saw the movie. Movie's so stupid, it's great. <laughs> you you have a weird t- taste in movies. Uh, we know this. That's why this works so well. Yeah, that's true. I love all the historical shit. I love the crap. Okay. Okay, I guess I'm up. Or are we t- still talking about Michelle? No, no, that's it. Unless you want to keep talking about her. No, best ca- one of the best Catwoman. The best Catwoman. Okay. Name a better Catwoman. Eartha Kitt? No. Oh, come on. No way. God, she was great. No. Michelle Pfeiffer is better, though. It was a good movie, though. Except for the whole Batman doesn't kill people, but straps a bomb to him and throws him in a sewer. They never said Batman doesn't kill people. I guess. It's his thing, though. He doesn't really kill people. It's his thing in the comic books. That's the different version of Batman. (laughs) Superman kills people. We know that. Uh, okay, my Suki. My mom with a lot of kids. I went with Mila Kunis. Okay. Because, you know, bad moms, all that. No. Um, did you did you pick the other two bad moms for the other roles? No. <laughs> um, no, I picked her because this is like the writer. This is the person who's, you know... How do I put this? I don't know. How do you I put it? I don't know. My brain's not working today. Must be cleaning. <laughs> cleaning has fumed out my brain. Mm-hmm. I just think she she would be great as this like stressed out mom mm-hmm. who finds this release in. See, I I didn't um, I didn't really like associate them with a specific creative outlet. No. No, I didn't think about it until you mentioned it. I I, I got the creativity part of it, <laughs> but yeah, I didn't. Well, because that's. Like, no, basically, for her, it was all about, hey, come out and write. I want only you to yeah. write, because yeah. only you can write this. Yeah, and, like, I totally, that totally yeah. just went over my head until you mentioned it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that was that's 100% how they played that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I want. I want her to be this yeah. this person. So, yeah, Mila Kunis. Mila nice. Kunis is great. She is. Shut up, Meg. <laughs> she recently did an interview where she talked about how Meg was just, it's just my voice. Like, yeah. And most of the time, she just stood there and didn't do anything. I love <laughs> the episode of Family Guy where it's the DVD commentary, but it's by the by the Griffins. Yeah. And then the voice actors they come should, in. Yeah. They're like, I'm just you, Meg. Wait, but you're cool and all this. <laughs> yeah, I know. I like the episode where she was in the Olympics. <laughs> like, I've been doing this since I was Lacey Chabert. <laughs> And then Lacey Chabert shows, shows up, up later. <laughs> I'm taking this. 
Shut up, Megs. <laughs> Good old Family Guy. Oh. Okay. So, who'd you have? Um, I went with uh, Sofia Butella. Uh, you'll probably know her most as the woman from Kingsman with the knives on her feet. Okay, yeah. Um, also in The Mummy, the uh, not the good Brendan Fraser one, the oh. not remake of the movie, Tom Cruise version. Um, but yeah, I just... The monster universe. <laughs> yeah, the monster universe. But no, she was really good. Like, I know that movie sucked. People hated <clears> that movie, whatever, whatever. But like, I think... She was really good in it. She was great in Kingsman. Um, and I just, again, I was looking for actresses of a certain age. Yep. And she totally stood out. And she is not only really, really talented, but also super creative when it comes to dancing. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's why they picked her for the Kingsman role. Yeah. She had to do all those fluid yeah. movements. So, yeah. yeah. And, you know. I had to age these characters up a little bit because, like, for me, the uh, character of Michelle Pfeiffer, at least, mm-hmm. looked way too young to have that many kids. Like, uh, I know you can start at 16 or earlier. Well, see, that's what I was going to put out. Like, like, it basically felt like with her, she was pumping out kids, like not intentionally. Every year. Yeah. But, yeah, like, yeah. basically, I guess from the time she was young mm-hmm. and got married or yeah. whatnot, or probably had a kid before getting married and then that was part of i also specifically picked a a woman who would not make children of the corn children because they were freaky and they didn't talk (laughs) some of them one of them talked did they i think they had a couple lines (laughs) they got to play in the balloons but when they were when they were standing there um when she was in the hospital and they were sleeping on i'm like oh my god they look like children of the corn children (laughs) all blonde yeah yeah i get it yeah Right. Who did you have? No, you did. I had Mila Kunis. Yeah. We're moving on to Miss Susan Sarandon's Jane Spotford. So some Aww. people think of me as Tim Robbins's mother, but I'm actually his girlfriend. <laughs> what is Susan Sarandon known for? Stepmoms. Um. Yes. Wow. Stepmom. I pulled that one out of, <laughs> out of nowhere. Yeah. Jesus. Ah. Uh. You know what? That's the that's only movie. call. That's the only movie I can think of. My stepsister used to love that movie. Not for her some most famous role of Thelma and Louise. All right, Thelma and Louise. Yeah. Um, Dead Man Walking. No. Um, and actually, a favorite crime drama of mine, The Client. Ooh. I love that movie. I remember really, really enjoying that movie. Yeah. I just remember from the SNL skit. The Client. No, oh, Susan, Susan Sarandon. <laughs> she shows up in one of the Lonely Island, Justin Timberlake. Oh, yes, she's... Not, is it Mother Lover? It's Mother Lover. Yeah, she's one well, of... She shows up in that one as well as the one after it because they both show up, whatever. Uh, yeah. yeah. I can't remember which... I think she's... Um, Justin Timberlake's mom? No, the other one. Uh, Andy Samberg? Andy Samberg's mom. Yeah. Yeah. God. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But, like, the thing is, with, with Susan Sarandon, too, like, she has popped up in some weird little roles. Yeah. Like, um, over the years, anyway. Um, can't remember the last time I saw her, but, like, it was something, and it was just like, why in the hell are you here? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm here just because I felt like yeah. it. So. I'm at that age where I can do whatever I want. 
Well, like even reading down her thing, like there's a character where she plays in the movie called Jolt, which is a woman with no name. Hmm. I don't even know what Jolt is. So yeah. But for for an actress who is known to a lot of people. She was on Rick oh, and Morty. She is also in A Bad Mom's Christmas. Ah, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. She's in Rick and Morty? Yeah. Dr. Wong? Apparently. Did not know. She's also uncredited for Zoolander 2. Okay. Zoolander was funny. Zoolander 2, not so much. Never saw it. Okay. Yeah, she does do a lot of weird stuff. I oh, guess, yeah, she was in Helen Back. That's a weird it's movie. Me. You're up. Okay. So, um, I did kind of think, I did want a music-y person for this. Mm-hmm. But just because it was, it was very important to her character, I thought. I didn't see, I think maybe I didn't get it because the writing thing wasn't so prominent with Michelle Pfeiffer's character. It was more the children. Yeah. Um, at least they didn't seem to, maybe I just missed it, which is always possible. Um, so I picked Carrie Washington. Mm-hmm. Incredibly talented actress. Very, very good singer. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was mostly just because of those scenes where she was like teaching the kids how to be, how to feel the music instead of just playing it. Right. I love that scene just because it's like, throw it away, start playing. And then they just start playing like perfectly. Yeah. And the principal like walks in like, whoa, no, no, no. <laughs> These kids are playing too good. But like also the scene at the very beginning where the principal walks in and just grabs her butt in front of all the kids. It's like, what is wrong with you? I hear your divorces today. It's 2022. <laughs> and you're fired. <laughs> I have your job now. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how a principal works, but okay. I just took the office. I was the first person to sit in the chair. Okay. This is going to sound terrible, but I just thought of the joke. Of what if the principal was just another female? She walks in, does the exact same thing. Yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> Grabs the butt. It's 2022. It's 2022. We accept all. Yeah. Uh, am I up? You are up. Who is your Susan Sarandon? Uh, because I am... <laughs> Screw the character name. Yeah, <laughs> Who is your Susan, Susan Sarandon? Sarandon. <laughs> I said because I am a gluttony for punishment and, you know, new things. Or not new things, but watching shows influences me way too much. I went for Miss She-Hulk herself. Tatiana. Ta- Tatiana Maslany? Yeah. She's great, isn't she? She's so good. <laughs> I'm, I, really, I'm really glad because, like, I didn't watch a lot of Orphan Black. She was mm-hmm. amazing in that. But I did watch um, the newer version of Perry Mason that they had on HBO, which was yeah. really dark. But she was so good in that. And it's kind of it's kind of nice seeing her in the world be like, holy shit, this girl is a really good actress. <laughs> so. But I think she, because she's doing it really well in She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. With the whole, like, having all the men trouble. Yeah. The split per- split personality thing where yeah. it's, like, she's very confident as the Hulk and, yeah. and not, not as, as Jennifer. But that's the, the Jennifer part of it is where I feel like this comes in, yeah. right? Like, that's that. But then when she meets Daryl. Yeah. Then she know. can, like, really then flaunt let's, it. Let's, and... let's face it. She-Hulk is very sexy. Yes. <laughs> hey, she's, she's pretty sexy herself, but. <laughs> well, it's. And I said that when that episode happened where, like, she puts on a dating app and nobody matches with her. Bullshit. She is very pretty. <laughs> she is pretty and she is... A su- super successful lawyer. Huh. Successful. 
She got fired. <laughs> yeah, but she got fired for being the Hulk. Yeah, <laughs> being a Hulk. Yeah. But yeah, no, I figured when I was trying to look it up, I was like, she would be perfect to fit in this like musical role of teaching kids. Yeah, I like it. And yeah. Yep. Okay. Stupid movies influence me. <laughs> Cher? Cher. Moonstruck. Probably. Oh, my, it's loading. Um, yeah, again, as I said, like, I don't, I've not seen her in a lot of movies, but What's it was. It mask? Was... Is that the one she's in? There it goes. Okay. What is Cher known for? Moonstruck. Correct. Yeah. Mask. Also correct. This movie? No. Oh, no. No. A more modern one. Not the modern, most modern, but a more modern one. 2010. Is that the one with Matt Damon in it? I don't think so. Okay, no. <laughs> Burlesque. No. What's the that? one with Matt Damon in it? The twins one where he's a twin, like he's a... Is conjoined... she in that? I think so. Hmm. I'm going to look this up now. Um, but she's also in Mermaids. Okay. With uh, Winona Ryder. There's Winona Ryder, right, in that one? Oh, and Christina Ricci. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe we need to watch this. She was in Deadpool 2? Or she performed something. Oh, because they used one of her songs. Yeah. So I didn't want soundtrack. I wanted acting actor. Oh, soundtrack. I want acting. Okay. Anyway, who did you have? Uh, I went with Zazie Beats. You went for the hair, didn't you? The hair. <laughs> the hair got me. Speaking of Deadpool 2. Um, no, but all our actresses have connections to each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I went with her because her personality and whatnot, like she's, she's great. Um, this is the creative type. So like, I want her to be that in the overalls, clay in her hair goes running off. Wait, overalls and her hair is pulled back and she's covered in paint. Yeah. So she's going to be ugly until she takes it all off. Until she takes the glasses off. the dress on. Yeah. Stupid <laughs> movies. Was that not another teen movie that made the joke yeah, about that? Yeah, because she's all that. Mm -hmm. With Rachel Lee Cook. It's like, oh, she's clearly not good looking. No, she's clearly good looking. She's just... Having <laughs> stood in front of Rachel Lee Cook, she is very good looking. Yeah. Even now. So. That was intimidating. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> But yeah, no, Zazie Beats. What? I never wanted to meet you. <laughs> I didn't expect I was going to. I no, was just I like, oh, your line is short. And I had my DVD, which is now packed away. Um, no, I think having her play this very like artistic creator, um, sculptor, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, I agree with you. She needs to make more than just the one sculpture. Yeah. And like, um, I think like, when he inspires her, like, and they come to her house the next mm -hmm. time, it should be, like, covered in pieces. Like, it should be, but it should be covered in... I like the fact that she was going for, like, the fertility goddess, and, like, it should be a bunch of... Not fertility, because there is just a lot a, of that. Just a bunch of dongs. <laughs> Jack Nicholson's <laughs> all over. Just, like, how did we... We asked him. All, he had them. All dongs. <laughs> no, but it should be... 
like Greek goddesses and and tribal goddesses, right? Like it should be a mixture of a bunch of stuff, but it should all have some sort of theme mm-hmm. along it. Okay. Um, because that seems to be what he's trying to get. Like he he wants fertility. Well, he wants kids, right? Yeah. He wants to spawn himself. Spawn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey. Todd McFarlane comes out and sues us. <laughs> anyway, you get in the papers. <laughs> there you Todd go. McFarlane sues randomly tiny podcasts. <laughs> they mentioned my movie once. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go, but I love your movie. And then they made fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the recording. You listen to us? <laughs> yeah. Todd McFarlane, if you are listening to us, I love your movie. <laughs> Actually, I love your comics. It's not his movie. I know. He's been trying to make yeah. his movie for like Decades. 15, 20 years. Yeah. Who's your share, by the way? Uh, my share. Kinda... Also known as Alexandra Medford. <laughs> no, share. <laughs> I kind of went with the same um, direction you did, and I went with a Marvel person. Um, but I went with uh, Rosario Dawson. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I just, I love how she portrays strength on screen. Whatever character she plays, every time I've ever seen her in something, she is always like this pillar of strength for whatever characters mm-hmm. are around her. Um, even when they are superheroes, like she, watching her put Luke Cage and Iron Fist in their place, even though she's just a person, yeah. like is just awesome. She was um, probably the single best like thread between all those Netflix well, shows. Definitely was. Yeah. Because it wasn't Carrion Moss. No. <laughs> but she was yeah. Oh. She was great. And like, yeah, when she first shows up in in Daredevil. Let her come back too. She should. She should have she should be night nurse. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see all of them come back except for Iron Fist. <laughs> He's dead. He did. And even if even if Archers comes back, I'd love to see that character come back, just not that version of him. But here's the thing. Shang-Chi did it. You can have dragons yeah. that, you know, maybe that's not the realm, the same realm that... Oh, it's not. It's Kung Lao, no. No. Something else. I think that's actually... Kung the, Lao, I think, I think that's, that's the, the Mortal Kombat. Isn't that the Mortal Kombat character? I don't know. I feel the racist now. Oh, yeah. Where <laughs> white guys are talking about... Yeah. So, but you know what I mean. They can totally bring it back where it's a little bit more yeah. in line. But yeah, don't 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 get the white guy to do it. Oh, bring Jessica Hamlet back and get her to mm-hmm. be Iron Fist. Oh yeah, Danny died and murdered him in his sleep. Danny <laughs> <Took> his fist. <laughs> some some guy named Deadpool killed him. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Come on, Hugh. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't even care if Hugh Jackman's in it for like two seconds. The thing just... is, I want it to be Hugh Jackman playing Wolverine in the movie. You want it to be Deadpool kidnapped Hugh Jackman and just dressed him up as Wolverine? It's, it's and then that just walking he, around. Or he walks onto the set of Logan. <laughs> it's, just like, it's just him and Patrick. I need him. It's just him and Patrick Stewart there. <laughs> what were you doing in, in uh, Strange? Yeah. So... Anyway, yeah, Rosario Dawson. I think she's amazing. Oh, yeah, she's great. Yeah. Okay, now for our Jack, Mr. Daryl Van Horn. I hate the name Daryl. I wonder why. I, I don't have a reason. 
Never mind. <laughs> it's, it's mostly just, it's not like I hate the name. It's just, it's just one of those names that's like, Bob, John, <laughs> just such a common bullshit. Why is this a name name? Because <laughs> names Chris, are names. Chris. You know, Chris. Hassa. No, that's a cool name. Hassa. <laughs> or Hoss. Yeah. But you know what I mean, though, right? I know. Yeah. Do we really want to talk about Jack Nicholson for like the eighth he, time? He, he's known for Chinatown as good as it gets the departed and one flew with the cuckoo's nest. He's amazing. We love him. We've done yeah. three or four of his movies now. He's retired. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess it's my go. So You're, you up. I did not go for the same Jack Nicholson's kind of attractive, mostly not attractive. I kind of went for an attractive man. Mm-hmm. Actually, I mostly went for an attractive man. Um, but I went for a man who I know is super charming. I know has that smolder I want to have sex with you look down. Um, but I also know he can play unhinged really well. And I want it to be more in the acting on how he spirals down mm-hmm. um, and a makeup effect instead of I don't want people to watch this movie and be like why are these women with him mm-hmm. that doesn't make any sense I want people to be like oh that's why mm-hmm. so I picked Oscar Isaacs Ooh. mostly Poe huh? Poe kind po. of Poe just wants to get it on with everybody Poe wants to have sex with everybody in those movies <laughs> He has such good chemistry with everybody in those movies. And like he, he does it in he does it in everything. I know. Like even in where he plays this super weirdo nerdy character in Moon Knight, like he still kinda has this charm to him. But he's got the British charm and then he switches it out with Mark Spector and yeah. he's like Now he's yeah. got the badass charm and then they got the Cockney guy at the end. Yeah. He um he knows how to do his stuff and Get him with the beard too, so that you, then you can dishevel the beard for the end of the movie. Like, and he has that really, really nice beard that he wore in Dune. So, what? Oscar Isaacs. Oscar Isaacs, man. So hot right now. <laughs> Am I wrong? No. <laughs> anyway, who did you have? I. So I went for somebody that could play the charming play the seductiveness probably can definitely do the unhinged we've seen it um but weirdly it was it's the smile and i went for tom hiddleston okay because of his loki smile which always seems like you know something is like wrong wrong yeah but he also looks like he's having fun. Like, hey, you can trust me. Mm-hmm. Right? He's the swindler. He's the gambler. Yeah. Yeah. I want him to not be Loki, of course. But I want him to play, like, way more of that. And like you said, you're going to switch him out between different ones. So he's going to be literary. Literary? Literal? Fuck. Literary? Thank you. I don't we both, know what we both been my, bad today. My brain is going. I'm just tired. And you've been yeah. huffing some fumes. Clearly. Never clean carpets. Um, yeah, I want him to be like just going off about authors and writers and that. And then same thing. I want him to come in with a violin or something mm-hmm. and just destroy it. <laughs> Shreds on the violin. <laughs> and then, yeah, with the Plays art. Through the fire and flames. That. Holy <laughs> shit, that would be amazing. She's playing some classical. He's like, here, let me play the song of my people. 
damn. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> oh. But then, yeah, like, and then, as you said, when he gets abandoned, mm-hmm. he goes unhinged. And we've seen oh, yeah. the unhinged kind of Loki. Thor too. Yeah. It's a good Thor. <laughs> oh, yeah. But no, bad. that is a good yeah. scene, though. Yeah. When he drops the illusion after his yeah. mom dies. Yeah. He's just destroyed. Yeah. Um, but just that charmingness he can have. He does have a charm. And, and pull a smile. it in. Yeah. Smarmy. Mm-hmm. Goddamn smarminess. Okay. So, yeah. Tom Hiddleston. I like it. So. All right. That is the Witches of Eastwick. The Witches of Eastwick? Witch, witches. Which witches were witch? Ha ha! Which witch was which witch? Michelle Fiverr. Oh, okay. Cool. Say cat. Oh, jeez. Okay. So. Where can they find us? Well, you guys can find us on podcast services and on Twitter and on Facebook. If you want to contact us, don't. please do. <laughs> don't do it. We don't listen to you. Chris, where can they find you? Uh, find me on Etsy at the Kanak Kana Guy store if you really want to. Uh, I am on there. I have my store. Um, it's probably going to go into a bit of a... Hiatus. Suspension for a couple months. We'll see. Yeah, we it's still have, operating right now. We might have to do the same thing with the podcast. Yeah, that's fine. Then. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, however, you can also find me on Instagram. I don't post very often on there either, but I am on there. So, you know, you can always shoot us a line on there at the Canuck Comic Guy store and say, hey, I listened to your podcast. It sucks. Give me a deal on some <laughs> comic book stuff. One day. 10% off for the first person who contacts Chris on and mentions Recasted Podcast. Mention which episode it was, and I will totally give you a, only on a this deal. Episode. I will totally give somebody a deal. You have to message me. Yeah. And I'm like, you need to share this with seven friends, and I will give you something oh God, for he's free. Chain mail now. <laughs> Around the world in like 10 days. Uh, okay. Well, that was that was the first one. That was the first one. We went from weird things to romance, I think, is the next movie. I think it's a romance it's, movie. It, it's it's got, it's got ties into it, yeah. but it is still, yes. Witchy. It's a, it's a witchy movie. Mm-hmm. So, from all of us here at Recasted, go watch Practical Magic. <laughs> <laughs>